It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go. Just win it. Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it is time for the Jets-Patriots pregame report. Jets and Patriots doing battle at MetLife Stadium later today. Weather doesn't look like it's going to be so great. Could be an ugly game, but a must-win for both teams early in the season. And so, to break down everything around this game, do the pregame prop bets, predictions, last-minute news and notes and all of that, our friend who is the founder of WalterFootball.com, Mr. Walter Cherpinski. Walter, welcome back to the show, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Scott. Uh, looking forward to this. And uh, a lot different than just talking into my microphone by myself and uh, emailing you my picks. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to doing this live. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do more than just the league picks. We'll do some of the prop bets and all that, which I know you're really into and you're really good at as well. So hopefully we can help some people make a few bucks. But before that, let's get into the last minute news and notes. And mostly what that surrounds is everything happening with the injuries with the Jets right now. The big news, of course, is Dwayne Brown has been placed on injured reserve a day after Robert Salas said, after Brown didn't practice for two days, that he expected Brown to be ready to play. Well, guess what? Either Robert Sala was lying or something happened along the way because Dwayne Brown is not only not going to play in this game, he's going to miss at least four games. And Robert Sala had hinted all along that it might be Billy Turner that would start at left tackle in place of Dwayne Brown if Dwayne Brown wasn't ready to go. I choose to think that's probably a bluff. I think what they're going to do is exactly what they did last year. Put Elijah Vera Tucker at tackle, have him and Becton at tackle, and then move Joe Tipman inside to either guard or center. And it would be Tipman, McGovern, Tomlinson on the interior with Becton and Vera Tucker at tackle. I refuse to believe that the Jets would actually play Billy Turner unless it's an emergency. And Walt, it's interesting because I've seen people say, well, they have to play Billy Turner because if they play Joe Tipman, they have no backup guards and no backup center and they need somebody on the interior. Well, listen, here's the story with that. Billy Turner's got experience playing guard. I'd rather have him as a backup guard then have him as a starting tackle. So I think that's probably what they're going to end up doing. We'll find out at 1 o'clock when the game kicks off. Also worth noting that along the lines of what I'm saying, Wes Schweitzer, who is the backup center, is out. So that's part of why people are suspecting that the Jets might go with Billy Turner because they wouldn't have much depth as far as the interior offensive line. But like I said, I would rather have Billy Turner be the backup who could jump in at tackle or guard than have him start. They've got to go with Joe Tipman on the inside and then move Elijah Vera Tucker outside. The other big news here is it looks like Greg Zerline will be back. He did not play last week. 
He is going to be playing in this game. This will be a messy affair. I expect there to be a premium on points. It may be tough to kick in these conditions, but Zerline does have a big leg, so having him helps out quite a bit. So, Walter, your thoughts here on what's going on with the Jets' offensive line and Greg Zerline returning? Well, as someone who's uh, deeply invested in Greg Zerline uh, <laughs> NFTs, I'm uh, very happy that he's back. No, um, I, I think you're right about Vera Tucker playing tackle. I think that makes mo- the most sense. Um, and as long as you don't have any injuries, you should be fine. Now, if the Jets start to have injuries in the offensive line during this game, like it could be a disaster. Uh, but as of now, it doesn't seem too bad. Like the Dwayne Brown injury, um, outside of depth issues, um, shouldn't be like too devastating. Like he he has not played well at all this year, so uh, missing him is not not terribly bad. I actually saw some people joke that like now that Dwayne Brown's out, uh, Zach Wilson might have time in the pocket. Um, so I, I think that I think you're right. Uh, but if there are injuries, they may have to pivot and then just play uh, Turner or tackle or whatever. But it's going to be a tough situation regardless. Chris Glazer is the only active interior offensive lineman besides Joe Tipman for this game. Although, as I said, Billy Turner has experience playing both tackle spots and both guard spots. So I wouldn't really worry about it. That's not a reason to start Billy Turner, who is really, really bad. And honestly is not somebody you want to see in that lineup for the Jets unless it's an emergency. So I think Tipman makes the most sense with Vera Tucker moving out to tackle, but we'll see soon enough. And Walt, with that, let's talk about the predictions for this game, and then we'll get into your picks from around the league. And when I say predictions, I mean the game itself, the over-under, and then all the props, including individual players. This is your wheelhouse. This is what you love more than anything, football betting. So I'm glad to be able to have you on to talk about this. Let's start with the game spread. The Jets are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home against the Patriots. On paper, it looks weird because the Jets are one-and-one. They did get blown out by Dallas last week, but Dallas looks like a buzzsaw. Plus, it was on the road. They did beat the Bills in week number one. And while the Patriots have been competitive in their first two games, they did lose. So what do you think here? Two-and-a-half as a home underdog to a winless Patriots team. Who do you like here with the spread, Jets or Patriots, Walt? Uh, I'm on the Patriots. I, I locked this in on Thursday at two and a half minus one eleven uh, for the Patriots because I thought this line would go to three, and it has gone to three in some sports books. It's still two and a half in some others. Um, like it's, I think I know it's two and a half minus one twenty DraftKings right now. Uh, two and a half minus one thirteen at Bookmaker. I think that's the best line you can get for the Patriots. Um, so yeah, it does look weird. You're right. It looks weird for a an zero two team to be favored on the road against a one and one team, but I think that. If you kind of dive into how these teams have played and looked, I think it makes sense. So the Patriots have not won a game yet, but they've played the Eagles and Dolphins. I think two teams that people easily have in the top 10. And the Bills and and Cowboys are also in the top 10 as well. But look at how the Patriots played against uh, the Eagles. They they had two uh, weird touchdowns go against them, uh, defensive special team touchdowns go against them early in that Eagles game. And then they outplayed the Eagles by far the rest of the game. Uh, in fact, they um, they outgained the Eagles in that game, uh, three hundred eighty-two to fifty-one. Like not even close. Like the Patriots were the better team after the first quarter. Um, now maybe the Eagles were focused uh, on that Minnesota game on Thursday. You can make the case for that. Um, but then the Patriots, they were about thirty yards away from tying the Dolphins on Sunday Night Football uh, in Week Two. They had that uh, weird Cole Strange uh, 
like play that went against them. It looked like he was over the line to gain, and then replay showed that he may have not been, but then they reversed it, even though it wasn't clear and obvious. It was very strange. Um, so in a different universe, the Patriots could be 2-0 right now. Um, and I think just metrics-wise, I, I think they're better than the Jets, obviously with Zach Wilson. Uh, Bill Belichick has owned bad quarterbacks uh, throughout his career, and um, in his past 15 games, He's 11-4 and four against spread against uh, bottom 10 quarterbacks, and I think we can agree that Zach Wilson is a bottom 10 quarterback. Um, in, the f- in the four matchups against Belichick, Wilson is um, – he's thrown for 693 yards in four games, pretty bad. Two touchdowns, seven interceptions. He's taken nine sacks. Uh, they lost the, – the Jets lost those games by 25-6, to 54-13, 22-7, 10-3. That 10-3 game was when Zach Wilson got in trouble for not taking any of the blame for that loss, and then he got benched. Um, he just doesn't stand a ch- chance against Belichick, who's just the master at defeating bad quarterbacks. Um, so, and, and plus, when you look at the injuries, you have the Jets' offensive line uh, going against the Patriots' pass rush. The, the Patriots' pass rush is the strength of that team. Uh, so, I think that they should have a big advantage in the in the trenches. So, I, I like the Patriots to cover this this spread, which does look kind of weird, but I think it's weird for a reason. Over-unders 36 with the weather conditions and considering that I think it's mostly just going to be running and possession-based football, I would be all over the under in this game. Yeah, I, I would be too. I usually uh, don't, don't bet over-unders unless uh, there is weather involved in it. And that's obviously the, ca- obviously the case here. Um, and I, I, you know, it's, it's funny that, that people make such a big deal about weather in football and other sports. And yet... Um, you know, the weathermen always get it wrong. Um, and so, like, it, it's so funny to try to predict the weather when, like, the people who are supposed to be experts at it don't. So that's why, like, I, I try to wait until, like, an hour before kickoff to see what the conditions are. But right now, uh, the sharp money is on the under. Um, looks like 70% of the tickets are on the under, but 96% of the money is on the under. Uh, so people who like to bet heavily are betting on the under. So I think that's the right way to go. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to Ramp.com easy. Ramp.com easy. R-A-M-P dot easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Let's do passing props, Walter. 
Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. Mac Jones over under 1.5 touchdowns. Zach Wilson over under 0.5 touchdowns. That's passing touchdowns. Passing yards. Mac Jones over under 212.5. Zach Wilson over under 177.5. Pass and rushing yards combined. Mac Jones over under 222.5. Zach Wilson over under 193.5. Pass completions. Mac Jones over under 20.5. Zach Wilson over under 17.5 pass attempts Mac Jones over under 31.5 Zach Wilson over under 29.5 interceptions both Mac Jones and Zach Wilson over under 0.5 and longest completion Mac Jones over under 33.5 Zach Wilson over under 31.5 what do you think Walter what do you like here um, if, if the weather is still as bad as uh, as we think it is uh, on Saturday night um, I think that lends itself to the unders. Um, I, I think the best one that I've heard is uh, Zach Wilson uh, pass completions under 17 and a half. Uh, I just don't expect him to complete a ton of passes if the weather is bad. Plus, obviously, tough matchup here. He's completed only 50, 50% of his passes against Belichick anyway. Um, and there's there's a good number here. Uh, so I use this tool called Odd Shopper, and they, they give you the best odds. Um, the best number for that is under 17 and a half minus 135 at bet MGM. I, so, um, I think, uh, I think I would look at that and, uh, consider betting it if the weather, um, doesn't hold up as we suspect it won't. Rushing and receiving props, rushing yards, Brees Hall over under 44.5, Dalvin Cook over under 26.5, Ezekiel Elliott over under 23.5, Mac Jones over under 7.5. Michael Carter over under 8.5, Ramondre Stevenson over under 57.5, Zach Wilson over under 13.5. I kind of like that one. I think the Jets are going to have Zach Wilson try to use his legs more, and especially in a game like this, I would think he's going to get a fair amount of rushing attempts. Receiving yards, Alan Lazard over under 30.5, Brees Hall over under 8.5, Dalvin Cook over under 7.5, Devontae Parker over under 33.5, Ezekiel Elliott over under 6.5 Garrett Wilson over under 48.5 Hunter Henry over under 30.5 Juju Smith-Schuster over under 28.5 Kendrick Bourne over under 30.5 Mike Gesicki over under 20.5 Randall Cobb over under 11.5 Ramondre Stevenson over under 22.5 Tyler Conklin over under 21.5 What do you think? So um, and I talked about how uh, you know you, you could bet the unders on the passing if um, if the weather's bad. If the weather's not that bad, I, I like Kendrick Bourne over 30, 30 and a half. Um, he's the Patriots' best receiver. Uh, he's fantastic in the preseason training camp. Um, he was kind of phased out of the offense last year because he and Matt Patricia just didn't. Um, I guess they were just at odds with each other for some reason. Um, but. Uh, it doesn't seem like that's the case now with uh, Bill O'Brien. Uh, it just it looks like Bill, uh, Kendrick Bourne is thriving, and he's kind of taken what Jacoby Myers was doing last year. Um, now, like everyone seems to love Juju Smith-Schuster and Devontae Parker, and maybe not everyone, but like those guys, I think are overrated. Especially Juju Smith-Schuster is kind of like a shell of his former self. Um, so, like if, if the weather's fine, I think they should uh, they should be able to get the ball to Bourne uh, quite a bit. Um, just the weather scares me. So, like. Um, if the weather is not looking good, I wouldn't look to bet the over there. Um, but that, that's, that's what I would consider. Um, I like the Hunter Henry over 30, 30 and a half. Um, 
just seems like uh, he's way more involved this year now that the Patriots have a real offense coordinator. I'm not not a Bill O'Brien fan by any means, but Matt Patricia was just such a disaster for the, for the Patriots last year. It's just like another reason why I think the Patriots are underrated, um, not just their record, uh, but because like they have a real coach coaching staff now uh, on the offense, um, which they didn't have last year. Um, I like if the weather is bad. I like Ramondre Stevenson over fifty seven and a half. The Jets have a run funnel defense, and um, the I think the Patriots are going to be ahead in this game, just based on my prediction. And um, I, you know they're obviously going to run the ball more. And I think I, I don't know. It seems like they tried Ezekiel Elliott first couple of weeks. He hasn't really really worked out. I think they're going to go to Stevenson more. Um, so I, I think that Stevenson is definitely going to. Um, or, or at least, like, if, if the conditions warrant it, like, he's going to have a good chance to go over the 57 and a half. Um, you mentioned the Zach Wilson over 13 and a half. I like that as well. Um, on, you know, you're, t- you're, talking, you're looking at DraftKings. Uh, it's over 13 and a half minus 120 in DraftKings. On bet MGM's over 13 and a half minus 110. So you, you don't have to spend the, uh, the 120 juice there. Um, so that's like, it's definitely positive EV. And um, with these props, like, I, I always say this with the straight bets. But especially with props, like it's so important to have multiple sports books to shop around. Like I have accounts at like six or seven sports books, um, and like I like that way I can always get the best number. Um, and you know, if you only have one or two, you're just putting yourself at a disadvantage if you want to bet something like this. Like, you know, if you get this right, it won't matter. But like, like betting one twenty big versus one ten big is such a big deal. So. Um, that, that is, that's my, like, that, that's my biggest tip, like outside of like any bets, like is to just, uh, have as many sports books accounts as possible. Receptions, Alan Lazard over under 2.5, Brees Hall over under 1.5, Devontae Parker over under 2.5, Ezekiel Elliott over under 1.5, Garrett Wilson over under 3.5, Hunter Henry over under 3.5, Juju Smith-Schuster over under 3.5, Kendrick Bourne over under 2.5, Mike Gesicki over under 2.5, Randall Cobb over under 1.5, Ramondre Stevenson over under 3.5, Tyler Conklin over under under 2.5 rush and receiving yards combined Alan Lazard over under 31.5 Brees Hall over under 57.5 Dalvin Cook over under 37.5 Devontae Parker over under 34.5 Ezekiel Elliott over under 34.5 Garrett Wilson over under 48.5 Juju Smith-Schuster over under 28.5 Kendrick Bourne over under 32.5 Randall Cobb over under 11.5 and Ramondre Stevenson over under 85.5 so again, the weather really plays a factor here, uh, especially with the the running back receptions. Like Ramondre Stevenson over three and a half plus one plus one hundred uh, on DraftKings. Um, if the weather's bad, like you know, if the Patriots are passing the ball, they're going to just throw dump offs uh, to Stevenson. So I, I think that's really going to play a factor. Now again, if the weather is uh, not as bad as we think, uh, the Kendrick Bourne over two and a half looks pretty good. Um, you know, uh, and you know Garrett Wilson over three and a half. Uh, even though like Zach Wilson, it can be such a disaster. Like Garrett Wilson's a special player, so I, I can see him bucking that trend. Um, I'm all for going under on Juju Smith-Schuster. I think like he is so overrated, um, just like based on what he's done in the past, uh, especially that rookie year that he had Pittsburgh, which is pretty great. But he's he's really regressed since then. Um, so I, I'd be looking to fade Juju as much as possible. Um, and uh, yeah, that's I think that's uh, about it for me you know i'm, I'm, I'm bullish on Bourne and stevenson 
and Wilson, uh, despite Zach Wilson. And then I am very bear- bearish on Juju. Rush attempts. Brees Hall over under 10.5. Mac Jones over under 2.5. Ramondre Stevenson over under 14.5. Zach Wilson over under 3.5. I really like that one. Longest rush, Brees Hall over under 13.5, Dalvin Cook over under 9.5, Ezekiel Elliott over under 8.5, Ramondre Stevenson over under 14.5, Zach Wilson over under 8.5, longest reception, Alan Lazard over under 15.5, Devontae Parker over under 17.5, Garrett Wilson over under 20.5, Hunter Henry over under 15.5, Juju Smith-Schuster over under 14.5, Kendrick Bourne over under 15. 15.5 Mike Kosicki over under 12.5 Randall Cobb over under 9.5 Ramondre Stevenson over under 11.5 and Tyler Conklin over under 12.5 um, So the first number you uh, mentioned stands out to me the most uh, Brees Hall under 10 and a half rushing attempts and it's because uh, in the two games he's played he's gone 10 and 4 rushing attempts Now I, I mean this, this number is going to rise eventually Um but we haven't seen any evidence of that yet. And if the Jets are behind, as I suspect they might be, um, it's going to be tough for him to get to 11 carries or more. So that that looks appealing. You said you like the Zach Wilson over three and a half rushing attempts. That, that kind of pairs well with uh, the rushing yards, uh, too. So um, I, I definitely am on board with that. Um, as long as reception, I, you know, a lot of these, uh, if the weather's bad, they will go under. Um I, although I would not go under Garrett Wilson because, as we saw, like he can take anything and just just break into the house, like the, like he did in that Dallas game. Um, so even if he catches like a five yard pass, he could just go uh, all the way. Um, and I guess like the same thing applies with uh, with Brees Hall, as we saw in Week One. He just had that like super long uh, rushing attempt. So um, so yeah, I, I'd, I'd be uh, I'd be worried about taking the under. Um, on uh on like Reese Hall and Garrett Wilson and like special players of that caliber who could just just go the distance anytime to touch the ball. Outside of that, I think I would go under on most of these players just because this game is going to be played in such sloppy conditions and the defenses are are going to be like kind of this is going to be a defensive struggle really. So, um it, it looks like an under for most of these as far as I can tell. Defense and special teams. We'll start with sacks. Christian Barmore over under 0.75. Dietrich Wise Jr. over under 0.75. Jermaine Johnson over under 0.75. Josh Uche over under 0.75. Matthew Judon over under 0.75. I like both of those guys. Considering what the Jets are dealing with on the offensive line. Quentin Williams over under 0.75. Quentin Jefferson over under 0.75. Tackles and assists. C.J. Mosley over under 8.5. Christian Gonzalez over under 4.5. D.J. Reed over under 3.5. Jawan Bentley over under 6.5. Jabril Peppers over under 5.5. Jelani Taval over under 3.5. Jermaine Johnson over under 3.5. Jordan Whitehead over under 4.5. Kyle Duggar over under 4.5. Matthew Judon over under 2.5. Miles Bryant over under 4.5. Quincy Williams over under 7.5. 
Sauce Gardner over under 3.5, and then kicking props. Chad Ryland, field goals over under 1.5, kicking points over under 6.5, points after touchdowns made over under 1.5. Greg Zerline not listed for the props here because odds makers weren't 100% sure that he was going to play. So what do you think here, Walt? Which defensive props do you like, and do you like any of the kicking props? Well, how dare they not have Greg Zerline kicking props? I'm, I'm very <laughs> angry. Um, yeah, so I'm not even going to look at Ryland. Uh, I, honestly, I, I think that if the weather's bad, you probably want to go under on all the kicking props. Um, just it's very difficult to hit anything that's you know, 30, 35 yards or longer, really. Um, so uh, you mentioned that you like Judon um, for sacks. I think that's that's pretty sharp there because, you know, um, the, the Jets have the issues in the offensive line. If this were a couple weeks ago, I, I would like the Jets pass rushers against the, the New England offensive line, which is missing a lot of starters. But it sounds like a lot of their guys are going to be back. They, they welcomed back two guards last, last week. Uh, Trent Brown should be back this week. Uh, so the Patriots offensive line is looking um, a, a lot healthier than they were uh, a couple weeks ago. So I, I, would, um, I would not want to bet the over on um, you know some of these Jets uh, pass rushers. But like I don't want to bet the under either because you have – um, like the the juice on them is, is so hard. This is so, so like large. Like you have like Quinton Williams over set point seven five sacks is plus one eighty, which looks appealing. But if you don't think he's going to get there, you have to the the big is minus two thirty eight. Um, and that's I don't know. I don't I don't like to to, to bet big that large. It's like it's it seems like a guarantee. Um, so I, I wouldn't really have much interest there. Um, as far as the tackles are concerned, um, I, I I would bet the under on. Um, a lot of the cornerback tackles just because um, I think just this is just going to be a, a very run-heavy game. Um, and so like the corners may not have to make as many tackles as they normally would. Um, so that, I mean, that's my, uh, that's my take there. Uh, I, Christian Gonzalez stands out to me. Like, not that I like him over anything, but he was so good against the Dolphins. Uh, he really stood out. Um, I, I know that he got a lot of hate. Uh, for his toughness entering the draft, but he was he was really impressive to me against Miami. Uh, so I just wanted to point him out. Anytime touchdown scorers: Ramondre Stevenson plus one thirty, Garrett Wilson plus two twenty, Brees Hall plus two thirty five, Dalvin Cook plus two forty five. Hunter Henry plus 275, Devontae Parker plus 300, Ezekiel Elliott plus 340, Alan Lazard plus 400, Kendrick Bourne plus 380, Juju Smith-Schuster plus 400, Zach Wilson plus 500. I like that one. Mike Gusecki plus 475, Tyler Conklin plus 600, Michael Carter plus 800, Demario Douglas plus 650, Randall Cobb plus 800, Jets defense special teams plus 850 Patriots defense special teams plus 650 that one might not be terrible if you recall last week you almost saw Micah Parsons return a fumble for a touchdown and if Zach Wilson does struggle against this Belichick defense you never know what that could mean in terms of interceptions Nicole Hardman plus 900 Mac Jones plus 900 Ty Montgomery plus 1400 CJ Ozama plus 1600 Kayshawn Butte plus 1700 Xavier Gibson plus 1900 Jason Brownlee plus 3500 Jeremy Ruckert plus 3500 Farrow Brown plus 2800 Nick Bonin plus 3000 Israel Abanacanda plus 3000 and Matthew Slater plus 5000 So this is um I, I think it's super important, as I said before, to have uh, counts of multiple sports books because, like, I, I can show you an example where 
Um, the number is uh, different uh, on other sportsbooks. So I was looking at Hunter Henry plus 275 uh, just because he's been so much more involved uh, offensively this year. And I, I don't think that a lot of people have really taken notice of that. Um, like he's just in front of Devontae Parker, and I think he's definitely more likely to score a touchdown than him. Um, so he's plus 275 on DraftKings, as you said. But if you shop around, um, you could find plus 300 on Caesars. Um, so I, I think that, it, again, it's like super important to to just have that uh, ability to shop around for the best line. Uh, Ramadri Stevenson is um, is the top guy for uh, any time touchdown. I, I think deservedly so. I think he's the most likely to get there, even though like they brought in Ezekiel Elliott uh, to get the touchdowns. But I think that um, I, don't, I don't know if they're going to really stick with that. Um, strategy just because um like Elliot just hasn't looked good at all um so I, I think that Stevenson is fine I just don't like the juice there like plus 130 that's actually the best number you can find um I, I like some of the other sports books have like um you know FanDuel is plus 125 bet MGM is plus 115 so like the plus 130 is actually like pretty decent on on DraftKings I just I don't know it just seems like um in a, in a very low scoring game uh, it's tough to bet these anytime touchdowns. I think I would look like to something higher. Um, you know, like uh, I look at like Demario Douglas, for example, plus six fifty. Like he's been involved in the Patriots' offense. Uh, Keishon Butte was uh, initially uh, one of the feature receivers there, but he was a healthy scratch in week two, and like Douglas got some targets. So like, who knows? He could score a touchdown. He's plus six fifty on DraftKings. I'm, Sure, you can maybe uh, shop around and find something better. I, I do like what you said, the Patriots' defense, plus 650. Um, that's kind of interesting. And, and, again, you might find something better. Um, outside of that, uh, not really seeing much. Um, I think that um, – I think I would look at, like, Mac Jones, a plus 900, uh, just as, like, trying to sneak into the end zone. Um, and that's nine to one on DraftKings, which is um, pretty good odds. I mean, you, you see those sneak touchdowns all the time. Um, that could definitely happen. Uh, so um, I, I kind of like that as well. Um, and uh, the nine to one is the best number that you can find. It's checked. Um, at, like at other sports, you have uh, you have like worse numbers. Like you have it's seven to one on FanDuel. Uh, it's five to one on Caesars, which is like so much worse. So again, like. It's so good to shop around, and nine to one actually seems pretty decent. I might actually bet that. Well, before we go, give us a couple of picks from around the NFL so we can make a few bucks on this Sunday beyond just the Jets game. First one, so let's stay in the AFC East. Uh, I like the Broncos against the Dolphins plus six and a half. I, I've heard so many people think like the Dolphins are invincible. They, their offenses looked amazing through two weeks, and that's true. But their defense has looked bad. Like their defense is ranked twenty second. In, uh, in in uh, defensive EPA, um, whereas the Broncos, their their defense has been bad. Like their defense is thirtieth, but their offense is an eighth. Uh, last week, Russell Wilson had a lot of success moving the ball. And they just kind of like fell asleep at the wheel. I think they were up twenty one to three against Washington, and they just looked like they stopped trying. I I, I don't know why. Um, maybe they just took it for granted. But um, I, I think they're going to bounce back here. I think they match up well against the Dolphins, who are not going to have Jalen Waddle in this game. So it's really just Tyreek Hill. They should be able to double team him. You know, Patrick Sertain's there if they want to ha- have him cover to Hill and and just like this cover the other guys. So like they have some good options here uh, defensively. Um, and I'm not I'm no big fan of Miami's offensive line. Uh, plus the Mi- plus the Dolphins play the Bills um, in Week Four. So I think they might be looking ahead to that game. Uh, and I think we're getting a good number. I th- it's actually dropped to six. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, I definitely think the Broncos actually even bet them on the money line to win at plus 259. Um, the Falcons are plus three against the Lions, and that this this line seems wrong. Like, in a vacuum, it's not. Like, the Lions – I actually like the Lions a lot heading into the year. The problem, though, is that they have so many injuries right now. They have three defensive backs out. They have two offensive linemen who are out. They're, they're t- their number one running back is out. Amon Ross St. Brown's dealing with the turf toe. I don't think he's going to be 100% even though he's going to play. Their number two receiver may not play. Um, the team is just so ravaged by injuries right now, whereas Atlanta is, I think, arguably the most underrated team in the NFL. And people people won't like the Falcons because of Desmond Ritter. But if you exclude the quarterback, I, I think the Falcons have one of the strongest rosters in, in the NFL. Like, they have a good offensive line. They have really good playmakers in Drake London, Kyle Pitts, uh, Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier. Um, their defensive uh, pass their, their pass rush on defense has been so much better this year. Uh, their secondary is very good. They added Jesse Bates to um, to AJ Terrell and all, all the good uh, defense backs they had last year. Linebacking core is not great, but I think that's like the only spot really that they're kind of weak outside of quarterback. And so this Atlanta team like is really strong, and Detroit's so banged up. Like if you just look at how these teams are constructed heading into Week Three, I think you can make the case that Atlanta should be favored here. And we're getting plus three. We're getting four key numbers. I think the most likely results to this game are Atlanta by three or Detroit by three in any order, and we're getting a win and a push with the plus three. Um, so I, I like Atlanta there. Uh, I like the Colts at plus seven and a half against the Ravens. Um, so it might be tough to like back Gardner Minshew against Baltimore, but uh, Minshew looked pretty good last week, but that's not what I'm basing this pick on. Um, like Kind of like Detroit, Baltimore is really banged up. They're down two defensive backs. They're down two offensive linemen, including Ronnie Stanley, their, their great left tackle and their center, Tyler Linderbaum. Um, they're also down their top edge rusher. Uh, so they're down like five key players here, and yet they're still relinquishing every single key number uh, to the Colts. Um, so I, I think the Colts should be able to keep this close. They're 11th in defensive EPA. Uh, their defense has been very good so far. Um, and, and I think that it's just going to be close. Like I, I don't think a team like Baltimore – should, uh, like as banged up as they are, should be favored by this much. And you, you could also make the case that uh, Baltimore is going to be, you know, kind of uh, unfocused here. They they play Cleveland in week four, um, so they may not – so they, I think they may be looking ahead to that game. Uh, and then finally, my, my top pick is Carolina plus – it's actually plus five now at Seattle. It was plus six and a half. Uh, a lot of short money came into Carolina. Walter Cherpinski, owner of WalterFootball.com. Thanks so much for coming on for the pregame report. Jets and Patriots coming up later today. Really appreciate it. Glad that you were able to help us try and get rich this Sunday as well with some picks from around the NFL. For those that haven't been checking out everything Walter and Charlie Campbell are doing over at WalterFootball.com, you should. They've got some great stuff, including gambling, fantasy, and, of course, the draft. Check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Some awesome All-22 breakdowns on our channel. So watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store, TeePublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, bless you. Thank you, shirt. The Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. TeePublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that already, easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time. Doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com.